Up, people! Happy New Year! It is Mike and T Bone. We back again. Hard truth on this uh, beautiful uh, Pennsylvania weather day, snow day. What's going on, everybody? Happy New Year! Well, you sound thrilled that you said that. All right. <laughs> And it's like sub zero over here in the in the, tem- in the, uh, in the studio. <laughs> we don't all have the lavish luxuries of uh, heat just yet. No, we working on it. You working? On it. I know you. I know you. I know you got plans. You working on it? Don't worry. Oh, <laughs> uh, so so uh, what's the topic today, man? Let's let's cut into it. What you got? What we got today? So. Today, I think we want to talk about what it's like to live with your parents as an adult. Yeah. Um, I think that we both have uh, some kind of experience in this area. Yeah. I, I would say I never lived with my parents as an adult. My parents were living with me. I'm going to clarify that right oh, now. Oh, that's, that's what we're doing now? Yeah, yeah. That's what we're doing now. You know what I'm saying? It's, I'm... Kind, of, it's kind of like when I tell people I have a roommate. You know, I have roommates, <laughs> you know. Just, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, word, word, word. That, that, that's where I go, you know. Back back, back in the single days when you'd be like, you got your own place, but like... Nah, you know, um, I'm living with, my mom's is living with me, you know, I'm taking care of her, you know, you you, you got to throw it like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you want to kick this off, man? What you got? You got some experiences? How you feel about it? I mean, you know. Uh, man, so, um, back in the early days, uh, I moved out when I was probably 20, almost 21. And, um. That was not the greatest uh, thing I've ever done in my adult life. But, you know, I did it. I ventured away from the nest. And um, I stayed away from home for about four years. And um, I've been home now for about three years. And it is definitely uh, interesting. Hmm. How so? Well, how, how, is that, how is that interesting? <laughs> well, um so it's me and my dad and we share a house and you know everything's 50 50 for the most part but um he definitely considers me more of a roommate than his son at this point um because he has started dating and um yeah so we're we're like we're like in a fraternity almost you know it's just um yeah okay all right yeah i mean you know uh i mean yeah i mean y'all more like roommates now so you know it's kind of like smash and grab you know here to hear the 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 bed creaking type stuff i bet i bet that's all types of fun for you (laughs) listen my listen my house is probably built in like 1900 so those walls are paper thin and um, I remember I used to work night shift and I would come home on like a Friday night, Saturday morning, probably like 12, 2 a.m. 
And I would just sit in the kitchen for a little while because I knew somebody was over. And, you know, you just you just hear that shit. And, you know, I would I would probably even sit in my truck with the lights on for like a good half hour and just rev the engine up a little bit to kind of make it known that I was home before I even went inside. <laughs> there's nothing there's nothing more awkward <laughs> than coming and see you know, see that you know what? That's what happened. I learned my lesson one time. I came home and I didn't have to work that Friday, but he my dad thought I did and I didn't see him before I left. And I got home probably like nine, ten o'clock. I was out doing something. I came home and I started walking up the stairs and my pops was butt ass naked hiding behind his bedroom door. And he was surprised that I was home and his lady was in the shower in the bathroom. And uh, and I was like, oh shit, this is, this is not what I expected to walk into. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so yeah, I just, I just went to bed. I put my headphones on. I think I cried myself to sleep that night. <laughs> <laughs> Cry myself to sleep. I use my own tears as lubricant. Oh wait, sorry. No, I went to sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's shit, man. And, and and you know, my dad, he's not very shy. So you know, him in his old age, he just he just says whatever, man. He's like, yo, yo, Thomas, this girl, blah blah blah, like telling me the ins and outs of their relationship. And I'm like, dad, like, yeah, that's that's cool, but like, I ain't. Uh, I don't know if I really want to hear this. Hey man, you know he he he, he was boy. He was he, he trying to you know connect. He he ain't got nobody yeah. else to talk to. You know what I mean? He ain't got he ain't gonna talk to no coworkers. You know he got he got lay it down to you. He, you know he let you know how he doing. Listen, man, that's why we go on fishing trips. That's why we do shit like that. Um, you know, I know <laughs> I know he's trying to to keep that father son bond strong, but. Damn, dude, I ain't, I ain't trying to hear you smash an old lady next door. Damn. Yeah, man, I mean, you know, it could be, it definitely is challenging. I mean, I never dealt with anything like that. But, like, I mean, coming from where I'm from, I didn't lead it. I never had the story you had. Like, I was one of those that, like, if you want to call it failure to launch or didn't leave the nest, I mean, like, I left for a year. When I left for college, I lived on my own, and honestly, like, one of the best years of my life. I was, like, in college, you know, you're young, you don't care, you just whatever, you're good. Uh, then my mom's moved up, and we got a place together, and at the time, I wasn't really working like that, so, she, yeah, she was pretty much paying for everything, so, you know, I was in school, and then later on, it changed over into, like, you know, like, <laughs> if you want to put percentages on it, like, 70-30, her. She was the 70, I was the 30. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then once I got older, <laughs> once I got older and we got a place, like an actual house, then it was, like, 50-50. But, I mean, I could only imagine what my mom was thinking, like, back in the day, because I was, like, coming home hours of the night, I go to work, come home, go back out, go, you know, like I was, 
I mean, I I didn't bring random chicks into the house because I have respect, but like somebody that I was seeing for a little bit, yeah, you you get you come you get the you get the keys, you can come in for a little bit. But it was definitely. I don't know. I just I didn't feel uncomfortable. I didn't feel like I had to leave. Um, I didn't have like you know I, I don't know I don't know what you said. I didn't really have a desire to go anywhere because I'm like yo I'm paying rent here. Why would I leave? Like like you said, it's like oh I got a roommate. I mean yeah it's my mother, but I'm like why would I leave? And you know I have friends, but I didn't trust anybody to be my roommate to pay their half of the bills. So. Right, yeah. you know, like and that's that's how I felt too, you know. Yeah, like I mean, I didn't get. Let's see, what I didn't move out the nest until I was thirty. Yeah, I was thirty, and I moved out finally. I got my own place. You actually helped me move into my first solo abode. Yeah, that. that was a long ass time ago. Yeah, shit, man. So I mean. It definitely was like a milestone, and I never forget like the first time I was out, and I like the first night of sleep. You definitely sleep different your first night when you know like it's just you, or even if it's just you and your girl, like it's just different knowing like, yo, this shit is mine. Like nobody else is here but me. Like I ain't got to worry about nothing. I will tell you that first night. All we had was a mattress because none of the furniture got delivered yet. And right there in the living room floor, just fell asleep on the mattress. Didn't give a shit about nothing. Shit everywhere from moving. And I, like you said, that was like one of the best nights, man. Like, it's just, it's just a weight. And then, you know, in my experience in that, you know, those years too were kind of difficult. So like, that was just like a weight lifted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely, man. Like, it's... I don't know, like, I don't know, coming from, like, people I know and, like, I see people, like, I don't know how you could be, I'm I'm older than you, so, like, say my age, and if you're my age nowadays and you living at home, you better, I don't even know if there's an excuse that covers why you still will be living at home with your parents, and not let alone living at home, but, like, you ain't got no desire to go anywhere. Or you may give some fake story like, yeah, I'm eventually gonna, you know, save my money and get back out. I don't I don't know how that would work. Like I just don't know how people can do it. Like, I understand getting in hard times and you can't like don't get me wrong, renting is expensive nowadays. Um, you know, price of rent is like paying a mortgage, vice versa, depending on where you live. And, you know, it could be hard for somebody single, but you got to make it work, man. Like, eventually, you got to have your own digs, man. You got to have your own place, your own car. It's it's kind of like it's kind of like a checklist in life. You got to have a stable job, something to get some money in. You got to have your own car to get around. Can't be no scrubs like TLC. Can't be can't be getting down like that. You got to have you got to have your own place. You know what I mean? Like. Your own fucking place you hang your head, man. Like, hey, look, this is me. It may not be much, but it's me. Like, yeah. And I think, I I don't know. I think like today's generation, like people my age, maybe a little younger, maybe a little older, like 
that's one thing that they have trouble with. They're just kind of like satisfied with just kind of skating by or just kind of doing their thing. They're not making a lot of money. So they're like, ah, shit, I can't really afford it. Or, you know, I'll just stay with mommy and daddy or whatever the case is. And like you said, that checklist that you think people used to have or people should have, they kind of don't have that anymore. Or it's there in the back of their mind, but they're just like, eh, whenever I get to it, you know, they kind of, they don't really push themselves. Yeah. Like, if you're, I would say, if you're single or even if you're in a relationship, you should have your own place. Like, I don't know how far you are in a relationship. I mean, figure it out. Um, If you want to go half on something. If not, if you're single, have your own place. And I mean, I'm talking a lot of shit. I mean, like I say, I was 30 when I left the nest. I could have left probably, if I had to put a timeline on it, I could have probably left about five years sooner because I had a stable job. And I've always hustled and worked real hard. So I've always had, you know, some money. And I, I, I could just put it this way. I could swing a one-bedroom apartment or whatever and probably been good. Like, guys are different than chicks. Like, I don't need a lot to get by. But, you know, it is what it is. But, I mean, you got a lot of shit now. Like, people got kids. And, you know, it's like, listen, I know a couple people. And I'm friends with people that have kids that like have their own place. And I'm, and dude, some of them are struggling, but they make it work. I don't know how, because I don't know the ins and outs of their financials, but they make it work. But, oh, yeah. Yo, man, you can't, you can't get to in, in, into your 30s and so on and still be like thinking living at home with mommy and daddy is good. And like I say, yeah. you, you get hard times. I'm not saying, that you can't shack back up with them until you get back on your feet. But, like, it shouldn't be a repetitive thing. You shouldn't be going yeah. back home every time you fail. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's where I'm at. So, I don't know what you do. The other thing, too, um, even outside of, like, dealing with my dad's, uh, you know, friends quote unquote that he brings over to the house or whatever um and dealing with that aspect it's like he's 40 years older than me so his sense of style and decor throughout the house is totally different than i would uh you know like put in my house so and he's like borderline hoarder anyways so whenever somebody comes over be it like a friend or you know a girlfriend or whatever i gotta give him like the pep talk between the walk from the from the car to the front door like listen like you know don't judge me but i got this and blah 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 and then you know you always get that you can you can judge off their 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 face that look at their face whenever they first walk in like yeah this is <laughs> either it's okay they're cool with it or they're not and yeah you know, it is what it is but. yeah like i've like i say when i was single i brought a couple girls home and cool with it like you know but it, you know a lot of girls sometimes depending on how their standards are and if they're living at home with their parents they kind of understand and if you don't have goals to get out right away and I'm like I say you're not in a relationship so like it is what it is like if it's, it's a kick for the night flavor of the week you know whatever but like definitely your goal in life should be like eventually have your own Cause let me tell you, it ain't nothing more like weird than smashing chicks 
with your with your mom being in the room next door, and it ain't even like like I I had a smaller house when we all me and my mom lived together, so we only had one bathroom, so it's like you know that risk of running into my mother in the middle of the night and my mother seeing a chick that she ain't never really known in the middle of the night. It's like and like my mom's was cool. So it wasn't like she'd make a deal of it. Like, she probably asked me later on when she seen me the next day or talk about it or something. But, like, I mean, it's just weird because, like, say they stayed over the next morning. Like, you ain't even getting up making breakfast because now you got two people waking up. <laughs> you know, my mother be like, oh, I, yep. Ooh, I smell bacon. And it's like, yeah, but it ain't for you, mom. It's for her. You know, like, you know and if it's a chick you ain't serious about, like, what are you going to say? Like, yo, this is such and such. Oh, yeah, I met her at the club last night. First time. Brought her home. First night. Yep. <laughs> you know what it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you need your own. Michael, I don't, I don't partake in those activities. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. You use the, uh, I'm sorry. You have frequent flyer miles at, uh. <laughs> uh, in the area, I forgot you. You bougie. <laughs> yeah, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. You know, coming from brother, I, you know, I wasn't trying to spend money. If I'm gonna spend money on a hotel, I might as well just buy a hooker. I mean, shit, that's I mean, <laughs> like if you are honest. If I'm about to pay a buck fifty for a night. I can pay a buck fifty for her and turn her ass out inside the car or something. Like, like you know, just I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. I'm just. <laughs> this is not the conversation I was trying to have. Oh wait, this is not about topic. Are we off topic? <laughs> Who's the writer or creator? We did it. We went off topic. <laughs> Where's the producer at? Do we do not condone prostitution? Okay, we're gonna put that out there. Right now. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we went from we went from living in a house with your parents to prostitution. Well, what the hell yo, we talking about <laughs> being being single, dating chicks, bringing them home to a place you're living with your parents. It's it's a rough situation. Yo, it, it yeah, it's yeah, it is. It's it's something that, like, it's almost like taboo. Like, you're not going to talk about it to your parents, especially at the point where, like, you're an adult. Obviously, your parents are an adult, so it's like, who you bring home is your business. But at the same time, it's like, yo, man, you need to get your own place. <laughs> like, <laughs> and and I don't know, like, I'm in, like, that, that crossroad, uh, crossroads where... I don't know if my dad is just trying to be bros and kind of like break that ice and kind of fill me on on all the stuff that he does. Or if he's trying to fill me in on the stuff that he does, because he knows I'll probably be uncomfortable and want to move out quicker. And I mean, either way, I don't know. But I, I think I, I would lean more towards I would think because he wants to be bros. And, you know, it's like it's like guy talk, man. That's all it is. Like, you know, I mean. Don't get me wrong. That's just weird to have with your pops. Like you know, I had, I had, I had, a, I had a similar conversation with my dad in previous years. Like that was like one. Just thinking of like my pops being of the age he is, and I'm like, yo, you still boning? 
So it's like, okay. <laughs> uh, and two, it's like, all right, well, that's cool, I guess. I, don't, it's just, it, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, uncomfortable is the word I guess I could say. But I'll, I'll listen because, like, I don't want to act yeah. like, do the, like, as long as you ain't give me play-by-play, play, I'm good. Like, you start telling me, <laughs> you know, you spreading buck cheeks and all that shit, I'll listen to that. I'm out. I can't. I can't listen to that. All right. Well, that's that's what I have to deal with. I I get a play by play. So yeah, you gonna I'll be like, Dad, come on, man, I get it. You smashing. I'm proud of you. <laughs> you know, you, you still got your man card at like sixty something years old. Most sixty year olds ain't most sixty year olds ain't even jerking off no more. They just they sit there looking at bitches. <laughs> remember when they were in their prime? You know what I mean? Hey. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely that. I think honestly. The out of the living part, that's the hardest part. I mean, in your situation in in the beginning, when you guys were on separate shifts, it's almost like you're by yourself because, you know, he's at work during the day, you're, you're home during the day, you were sleeping, you know, living your life. So it's almost like you're by yourself. But then when you're on the same shift, and then it's like, okay, yeah, somebody's here, you're a roommate, we're roommates, this is what's going down. So, but I mean, like I say, it still comes to a point where, like, eventually, you got to get out. Somebody, like, let's put it this way: somebody <laughs> got to go. I don't care who it is; yeah. it could be them. I volunteer. I sacrifice myself. I'm just waiting on other things. Yeah. You know that. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, dude, I had this like when me and me and my wife we got we got married or we were getting married, looking for a house, and yo, we were living with my mom. For like two and a half months, like we have found a place, but we had to go through the realtor game, and like when we came to the decision, we were getting our own place. We literally like did the like, yo, you want to stay here, or do you want to go, or do you want us to go, or you want us to stay here? I said somebody got to leave. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like somebody <laughs> got to go. So. I'm fine with whatever choice you want. I don't want to feel like I'm kicking you out into the street, or you know what I mean. Like I, I'll land on my two feet because it's you know at the time it was me and me and the wife. So I'm like, whatever you want to do, but we need to know now because I, we we somebody got to go. It's it's time. It's overdue time. Like so, yeah. I mean, like you know, in the beginning it was like she left. She found a nice apartment. Well, actually, I found her a nice apartment. And she was like, you know, I said it was perfect for her. One bedroom. Not that the house that we were living in at the time was big, but, you know, she was just like, I'll be good with that. So I'm like, all right, cool. And then, you know, when we wanted to upgrade, we wound up saying, all right, well, we're getting out. And she came back. So that's cool. So now I'm out. You're going in. And we good. That's it. You know, that's where we're at. So I mean, it it was a little stressful for a few months, like getting stuff done. And let me just tell you, three people in a nine hundred square foot house with a cat is not ideal. I'm just letting you know, <laughs> like, it just nine hundred square foot, one bathroom, two chicks, one dude. Yeah, it just don't. It just yeah. It, I don't advise that on anybody. And there's people out there I know that living like that too. I I don't even know how y'all do it. Like, 
you know, I'm I'm a I'm a simple dude. I just need somewhere to sleep, which is almost anywhere. But I just need somewhere to sleep. <laughs> so I work we I work the hours enough where you know, that's all I need. So <clears throat> yeah, that I feel that I went from paying six hundred dollars for half a house to paying six hundred dollars for a room. So <laughs> seems like my roommates took over the house. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You pretty much you 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 one of those like in a newspaper when it says like room for rent. That's what you got. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, so I mean, you got a room, you got kind of a bathroom, and from what I can tell from your the back of your truck, your refrigerator's in the back of the truck. So. <laughs> or your drink. Yeah, and I got a grill. Yeah, and I got a grill. <laughs> Oh yeah, you. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, you got a little grill in the back. That's right. Yeah, I mean that's only yeah. that's only like a three season room, but you know, <laughs> just like. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I'm about, to, I don't know. I'm about to just put the grill in the back of the truck. Fuck it. At this point, why not? <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, it's uh, it's definitely like I say. I've noticed it with the, this generation now. Like people. Is with somebody like somebody shacked up with somebody, and somewhere family is living with family. And listen, man, that's all good and well. And like, I know you don't turn your back on family, but like, goddamn, yo, eventually you gotta get the fuck out. Like, you gotta learn how to fly. I don't give a fuck how many kids you got. That's your fault. Let's come on. You got. There's people out there living. You know have kids and living on their own and working a lot and so I mean yeah you know I mean that's just me I mean, call me heartless call me whatever but like like I'm just I'll I'll, I'll put this, you know what I'll give you a story case in point we lived in this house now for five years uh my wife's father passed away two years ago so my mother-in-law had to come live with us because she couldn't afford to live where she lived without his both their incomes. Fine. Stipulations of when she moved in was this is not permanent. You will have to find some. And yes, she is older. She's in her mid-50s, mid to late 50s, but she works. There's nothing wrong with her. She, you know, but and um, so, you know, it was one of those things. I'm like, I, I work so much, it didn't bother me. It bothered my wife more than it bothered me. But it was one of those things. Like, listen, this isn't permanent. You moved, moved her in. And we were like two months, three months in. And she had, like, quit her job, obviously, where she used to work. It was just the money she was getting paid wasn't worth the commute. So it was like she was it was literally over an hour and a half away to get to work and it was like she'd make it like ten, eleven dollars an hour or something like that. It was just like she'd be going to work to probably pay her gas money. You know what I mean? It just d- didn't make sense. Yeah. So, you know, we're like, yo, find something over here and you know, find something over here, we can find a place over here for you. No problem. Well, you know, people get complacent sometimes. And everybody got an excuse. And now we, now we, that was two, three months in. 
not looking for a job. Now we like five months in, still kind of like looking for a job. Not really. I mean, this whole time, the only good thing was she was getting money from her husband's pension and stuff. So she had money. So it wasn't even like, you know, not working. So she was getting money. So, and to keep her on the responsible edge, it was like, listen, you're going to pay us rent like we're landlords. So, you know, we can charge her a lot, just a little bit to keep her. So she ain't just one. So she ain't just spending money. And two, to like keep her on the responsibility because she's never really had to pay any bills all her life. Like she's worked, but her husband took care of the finances. So, hmm. you know, now we go go into six months, still don't have no job. And my wife's like losing her mind because it's like having two alphas walking around and Nobody, everybody get mad at anybody. I'm just like, all right, well, you got to find a job. You got to look for a place. Like, so we showed her to a couple places. She didn't like them. I'm like, okay. And then it took her pretty much about nine months to find something over here. By the time she found it, she found an, an apartment back where she used to live. And she went back that way and got a job and is to this day working and everything. But my thing is, she wouldn't have been looking if we didn't push her to look. Like, she was very complacent and fine being here, being with her her daughter and with her son-in-law. But it was like, in our eyes of life, it's like, this isn't a life for either of us. There's nothing wrong with you. You need to have your own life. Like, you can't just be here and not really work and just sit back and collect money. Do what a lot of people do. Just sit back and collect money and then really don't do anything. Like, yeah. you get, like, And that's how people get complacent, like you said. Yeah. So, like, you know, it may, people listen to this and may think, you know, I'm heartless or, you know, it's not right. But it's like. If I'm physically able to take care of myself, I should physically be able to live on my own, pay bills. Now, yep. if I got to the age or older, I can't take care of myself. If I had a child or somebody that wanted me to move in with them, okay, maybe I'd consider it. Or maybe I would consider putting my ass in a senior home where I've got my own little apartment, I'm by myself, I still got to pay rent, and I'm good. But that's yep. you know, a choice down the road that I would make, but I mean, like, my mother's 70-something years old. She lives in a house. She doesn't work anymore because she's retired, but she has her steady income of Social Security and pension, and like I said, to this day, she's by herself, and, you know, my mother always has been very independent and worked hard and, you know, lived, you know, being a single mom and stuff and always, you know, was able to provide and you know be on her own. Was it hard? Yes, it was definitely hard because I could see I could see the struggles when I was younger. But when you're young, you don't pay attention to like wh- who has money, what has money, you know how things go. But she made it work. This era, it's like they get one or two kids, they home living with their parents. It, it's through oh, yeah. like game over. And the job they work in ain't paying money like that. 
I just, I don't know. I, I just, I, I don't know. I need some. I need, I need to see some type of drive, and I don't need to hear about it. I need to see it. Like struggle, you're gonna struggle. Yes, struggle, exactly. struggle. You are always gonna struggle. I don't care who you are. Until you get to where you want to be yeah. and the, wherever money you really want to make and hustle you want to make, you're gonna struggle. Or maybe you're all right with struggling and knowing you're gonna get by and you don't want to take vacations or you just sacrificing for your kids, which I understand that completely. But if you're sacrificing for your kids, live somewhere. Give them something like, you know, all you're showing them is, is, oh, we live with Nana and Pop Pop or something all our life. So guess what? They ain't going to want to go nowhere. And it just keeps happening. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just my take on people living. Like, I don't, like I say, there's definitely nowadays like bad times, people losing their jobs over the pandemic, can't provide. So I get it. But eventually you gotta to me, like a rebuilding phase, if I had to like move back home with my parents, I would like put myself in a position where like, all right, well, I move back in within a year, I need to revisit this and be like, either I'll have enough money to get out or I'm figuring a way to get out and maybe be out even sooner. Some stuff could be sooner, some stuff could be later. But you gotta like get yourself on track. Yeah, you gotta form a plan, you know, set a goal. And um I think that's that's what people nowadays have a hard time doing is setting goals, real attainable goals. And therefore they just they find complacency and they end up just staying home. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, I mean, but yeah, like for me, like, you know, I was only child. I was spoiled to a degree. And then, like I say, once I got into like my mid 20s, that's when I, I guess you could say, like, I started growing up and I'm like, dude, I'm making way too much money not to be like really helping with the bills or really like paying my way. Like, mm-hmm. I was pretty much living like a spoiled brat. Like, I was working, but I was putting all my money into like me, my cars, you know, taking trips and stuff. Like, you know, I would pay like little frivolous shit here and there, like a cell phone bill here and there. And, um, yeah, I mean, like until I got into my mid 20s and I was like really working, working, and I was like making a lot more money. And I'm like, you know what? Like, maybe that's where I hit the. I had the epiphany of like, yo, I need to pay. Like, that's what it is. I had the epiphany of like paying my way, but I still didn't have the epiphany of like, yeah, I want to move out and get my own place. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it just, it wasn't in my mindset. I wanted to pay the bills and be responsible, but I still didn't want to be out, I guess, on my own, should say. Like, so, like I say, stuff takes time. Like, like I say, it took me 30 years. And I'm, I've been on my own for, nine years now you know you were on your own for about four home for like three and then you know eventually you'll be back out and on your own again probably permanently so it's you know it's like one of those things like it's all in the time frame of what you can get done yeah and it's you know it's a lot of it is like trial and error you know what i mean like my parents never 
wrote me a book on what I should and should not do. I just kind of started making impulse decisions and um, kind of learned through my mistakes. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, yeah, that's just the way it is now, man. Like it's, I think we'll be saying this for a lot of, a lot of stories to come, a lot of topics to come. Like it's, it really is like, I'm still at the age where like you're a millennial. I'm, I'm at the borderline of millennials. Like I'm heading out of that, but like I can still see it because like I, I really conversate with a lot of younger people and I still conversate with older people too, but I kind of still, you know, talk to people that are like five to 10 years younger than me. And I like, you know, relate to a lot of things and talk. So like I just see the change and how things are. And there's not much different from when I was younger. Like you had your people too, that just, you know, like I say, lived at home, you know, some fail, go back home. Then they get back on their feet. They go back home. It's back and forth, back and forth. You know, Hey, it is what it is. But like, at some point you got to budget yourself, figure out what works for you. And hey, maybe the the raggedy apartment ain't the best scenario, but like it's something to build on. Yep. So that's all I got, man. I don't want to sound like the old dude that just be complaining. <laughs> yeah. That's about that's about all though. So pretty much hit the hit the nail on the head. Yeah. So hopefully everybody's New Year's is getting started on the right foot of getting right. Hope they hope everybody's getting stimulated from their six hundred dollars stimulus and put it to good use. Hell yeah. You know? That was a that was a good surprise I woke up to what was it, New Year's Day? Wait a minute, hold up. You got your stimulus already? Oh. Wait, what? Oh, these niggas. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. They just they probably looked at me and said, Oh, he make enough money. We'll hold him out a little longer. Sorry. Right. <laughs> hey, if that's what they want to do, listen, I'm broke. They they can stimulate me all year. Now you now you starting to take a page out of my book. I'm 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 the broke one in this two way relationship here. All right. I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I mean, yeah, I mean, Joe, I think that's what I think, man. I just Hope everybody eventually, you know, for the sake of their children, does the right thing and just shows them and like just don't live at home all your life. Like, do something. Like, get your own place. It don't got to be a lavish house. It doesn't have to be a great place, but it's somewhere safe, somewhere where you got heat, water, electric. You know. Your amenities and you're good. Yeah, and if uh, anyone is interested, I might have a garage for rent, one twenty five a month. Um, we could put heat in it for you if you want. Yeah, he's he's. It's dry now. It, <laughs> it's dry now. I patched the roof. It's dry past roof, and he's got some heat in his right now. He's nice and toasty. After uh, after a couple shots of Crown Royal, <laughs> yeah, 
damn, which reminds me, I, I have some left in the pro. Oh, God. But I think we're going to call this a wrap on this one of living with your parents. Uh, any final thoughts and comments, Tebow? Oh, shit. Man, I think we pretty much got it. I'm about to start calling these sessions one-take sessions because we just hit it all the time. One take. One take. <laughs> uh, yeah, but... Boom. But, uh, yeah, just stay stay tuned. We're going to get into some more stuff coming up in the upcoming weeks. We'll have a New Year's episode, see how you guys rang in your New Year. Uh, we got a couple other different topics we want to talk about. You know, New Year, New You. That's, you know, that's something else we're going to start. See how that goes. Expectations versus reality. We got, we got, we got some stuff. We going, we going to hit y'all. We, we going, we going to be hitting you with the Khaled and another one and another one. We're going to keep hitting you. Yeah. So. That's what I'm talking about. Starting 2021. Right. Yeah. Way. We, we, we locked and loaded, man. We got, we got a full clip. We just going to keep busting. So we'll see how we see where we get. But happy new year to everybody. Hope everybody's ringing in safe, happy, and healthy. And hopefully you guys are getting on track, whatever resolutions you have or don't have. And this is Big Mike signing out to the next one. All right. Happy new year, everybody. Deuces.